today in Surat Al-Ma'idah, we recited the ayah yesterday. The ayah says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, la tattakhidu al-yahuda al-nasara awliyah ba'dhuhum awliyah ba'd. Wa man yatawallahum minkum fa innahum minhum. Inna Allah la yuhibbu al-qawmal fasiqin. The verse says, O oh believers, do not, take the, do not take the Jews and Christians as friends, protectors, or helpers. They are but helpers or friends to one another. And if any amongst you take them as friends or, or helpers, then he is one of them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not guide the wrongdoers. Very strong guy, look at it, just troubles you right away. Oh my God, do not take the Jews. I have like, all my friends are not Muslims. What about that? So it troubles a lot of Muslims. And in, because in the other hand, the Quran tells us also to be kind and show kindness and mercy and compassion to Jews and Christians, to even atheists. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored Ibrahim Abid in the Quran. So what does the ayah mean? Uh, the ayah was revealed during the time uh, of, uh, or the era of Medina, when the Prophet ﷺ was in Medina. You know, when Rasulullah ﷺ migrated to Medina, he had a constitution. They called this constitution the Stur al-Medina, the constitution of Medina. When the Prophet ﷺ migrated there, he found Arabs who were Muslims, Arabs who were non-Muslims, they still worship idols. He found people who claimed to be Muslim, but they were hypocrites. He found also Jews. Three big tribes of Jews, Banu Al-Nadir, Banu Qinuqa' and Banu Qurayba. Three big major Jewish tribes in Medina. So the Prophet ﷺ had to sign a treaty with him or had to establish a constitution <coughs> that everybody should be in and everybody should be just happy. As if Rasulullah was telling them, we're going to live as a big happy family here. But we have to sign a constitution. We have to write constitution. They didn't really live up to the, the terms of the agreement that, the, that they signed with the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Didn't even come closer to fulfill the, the terms of, of the treaty. Instead, they, they strove so hard to destroy the Prophet Sallallahu and to destroy his companions. But first, the terms were, the terms of the treaty or the constitution were, were to live peacefully in Medina, you know, have a complete uh, uh, freedom of religion, and to enjoy the protection of the Muslims as well. Because the Muslims used to protect everybody in Medina who's not Muslim. And they used to pay jizya for that, in order for Muslims to defend them and protect them. What happened is uh, a Muslim woman, she, uh, she went to a market to sell some of her goods, and she sat beside like a Jewish goldsmith. And you know the, the Jews who were who were there tore her clo clothes apart, kind of like they put her clothes into something. When she stood up, she was stripped naked, and they started laugh. They started laugh at her. So one of the Muslims he wanted to help, started to talk to these people, almost start fighting with them. They killed him. They killed the Muslim. So the news arrived the messenger of Allah the messenger of Allah and uh, Rasulullah said, that's it. 
you violated the terms of the Constitution, you have to bear the consequences. What is the consequences? You get to leave Medina. There was somebody, his name was Ubad ibn Samit, he was one of the companions of Rasulullah he was an ally to Banu Qaynuqan. He was Muslim, but he was an ally to Banu Qaynuqan. He went to the Prophet and he says, Ya Rasulullah, I declare my loyalty to Allah and His Messenger only. And I'm innocent of what Banu Qaynuqan did. And I, um, I absolve myself from any loyalty to anybody else. There was a man whose name was Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salud. They used to call him the head of the hypocrites in Medina. He hated the Prophet so much. The Prophet and the Muslims were his target all the time. He hated the Prophet because his people were about to crown him as a king. And when the Prophet arrived in Medina, there was no kings, no prince, and there's no sultans. The only leader was the messenger of Allah. So he thought that the Prophet came here to take something from him. So he hated Rasulullah so much. He was an ally to Banu Qaynuqan. He went to the Prophet and he says to him, Ahsid ila Treat my allies well. Then the Prophet turned away from him. And then he went to the Prophet from the other side and he says, Ahsin ila mawaliya. And he was really rude and rough at the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Treat them well. And then he put his hand in the, in the and then Rasulullah turned away for the second time. He, 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 he held Rasulullah from his armor and he says, Ahsin ila mawaliya. And then the Prophet said, Wayhak, what is wrong with you? Humlak, they are yours. They have to leave. They have to bear the consequences. And this is a side that people don't really understand, a side of the, of the Prophet Muhammad personality that a lot of us don't understand, a lot of our youth don't understand. They say in Isa the Prophet Jesus, he was so sweet and merciful, and he says in Christianity, if somebody hits you in the eye and this chief does just turn the other one. Great, right? But Isa was very, it's true, he was very merciful. But Sayyidina Isa was not, was not commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fight. You know? And the Prophet sallallahu when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him, he, 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 said, he said, you can take revenge, you can take revenge, but, but if you forgive and let go, that's better for you. It's better for you. The thing that I want to mention here that a lot of people don't understand, and it's a big part of the, of the Prophet's personality. Is the Rasulullah is the last prophet. Was the last, he was not just a prophet, he was everything. He was a leader, he was a politician. He was everything. Plus, he was a prophet. So, and he didn't allow anybody to take advantage of him or the Muslims. These people, they violated the terms of the constitution. They violated the terms of the treaty with him, so they have to bear the consequences. That's it. That happens in every country. In every, if you if you violate the constitution of the United States, they will ship you back home. They'll put you in jail. But when it comes to the prophet, people are the prophet. Why did he do that? Because he was a true man. He was a complete full person. And that's why he was Khatam al-Anbiya. He was the seal of the Prophet. 
So he says to Abdullah ibn Umayy ibn Salul, Who black? They're yours. But they have to, to leave Medina. They have to bear the consequences of their actions. So Abdullah ibn Umayy ibn Salul, he says, Inlani miruhun akhshad dawa'ir. I'm someone who is afraid that, that, you know, because he was just aligned to Banu Qinaqah. So he thought that Banu Qinaqah will leave, and then they will come back, and then they will fight the Prophet, and they will defeat the Prophet. And then they will also take revenge from their ally who didn't stand beside them. Shas, a hypocrite. That's it. He says, I'm, a, I'm somebody who fears the consequences. I don't want this. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayat. So does this ayat, or, or these ayat apply to every Jew or every Christian? The answer is no. These verses are not unconditional to be applied to every Jew, Muslim, or Christian. You know, and to interpret them in this manner, do not take them friends, period. To, to, to interpret these verses in this manner contradicts the injunctions of the Quran, which, you know, uh, encourage us to be gentle, to be to have compassion, to treat everybody well. As well as the verses of marriage, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, that He created between man and, and his wife compassion and mercy. And you know that the, the Muslim man is allowed to marry a, a Jew or a Christian woman. So it contradicts the ayat, right? So that she cannot really, if you marry like a Jew or a Christian, you cannot say to her, well, there's a verse in the Quran that says, I cannot be your friend. Please. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you know, that He put passion and, and mercy. So these verses are not unconditional to be applied to every Jew, Christian, or Muslim. But only for those who, who are hostile to Islam. Those who try to destroy the Prophet Those who try to, those who were fighting the Muslims. Right? That's it. So every single person, it doesn't really matter if he's a Christian or a Jew, every single person who fights you, every person who shows enmity to you, you know, uh, uh, being hostile to you, this is a person that you cannot be a friend to him. You can't. I mean, if you sit together and you sign a treaty, that's fine. But otherwise, you cannot be a friend. I mean, it's fighting you. It doesn't really matter what kind of tradition they have. Do we, did we understand this ayat now? طيب جزاكم الله خير سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون سلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين